Uh, game week, really excited. Um, obviously, our, our players are still going through finals, and, and uh, they'll be taking some finals as we get out to Albuquerque and um, get ready for this game on Saturday. Um, but um, the, the, the timing is, is right for us. Had some uh, few scuffles in practice. Just uh, the guys are they're just so used to competing and, and playing a teams that I think they're uh, they they got all this energy and so <laughs> either that or, or finals are really difficult and um, the guys are just uh, you know releasing some of their frustration and anger but a uh, lot of really good practices I just explained to the team that the the they're just they're just really excited to play a game and um, and not having one for a, for a few weeks has been uh, has been an adjustment for them but we see this all the time in, in bowl prep I, I like. Uh, what the team has done, I uh, like the improvement that I've seen, especially from the young guys on our on our fundamentals, and um, you know we're we're really excited about the game, but uh, looking forward to getting out there. And, and you know, last week it seems like when you get to the game week, uh, that's where the uh, the the focus and the urgency becomes more important. But I think the guys having finals and getting all their finals done um, as fast you know as soon as they can has been has been reminding them that the that the bowl game is coming right away and. Uh, we've had some extra time to prep for SMU, and uh, we really like the matchup. It's going to be difficult, but we're expecting to, to play at our best this Saturday. So any questions you guys have? Jared, go ahead. Lonnie, you touched on this, but I'm curious about the timing of the bowl game. Depending on when you, you don't always necessarily know exactly what date it's going to take place. So how does how do you have to adapt whether the game's early in the bowl season like it is this year or or midway through the bowl season or later in the bowl season how does that affect preparation uh you just shift things around once you know what game you're going to and um, whether it's recruiting or finals or whatever the situation may be you just adjust and, and we've been you know we're not the only team that has to do that everybody has to adjust to it so we're just excited that we get to play the game and um and, and the, with the matchup that we're in, and so our guys are looking forward to it. But I don't, I don't think the transition is really that difficult when you have um, you've been around bowls for a while, and, and you've seen the different dates that they, the, the, the games are played on. Everybody has calendars that kind of match whatever bowl game they play, whether it's uh, on the 17th or on, on Christmas Eve or New Year's Day. Mitch and then Kevin. Lonnie, what's the likelihood Jaron Hall plays on Saturday? Okay, well, uh, Jaron has not been eliminated from contention to play, so there's a uh, there's that, and, and um, you know he hasn't uh, been participating as much as we'd like him to be in practices. But uh, this week will tell. So we have, um, uh, you know, today will be important for us to see how how much he's progressed and uh, where he's at. But um, but yeah, still still in the mix. So I'll, I'll let you know if. if if anything changes. Hey, Kalani, I know uh, Rasheed Rice is not playing for SMU. I'm, I'm curious how that changes um, the, the dynamic of the offense that you're going up against and also how that changes preparation for you guys this week. Uh, I mean, you know, we, we know he's a great player and, and a lot of their, the, I mean, he had 96 catches, so a lot of the stuff that he's done is on film and that's on our, when we're scouting our opponent. But, um, it's a really good player, but they, they have tons of athletes all over, uh, so they'll, they'll be fine. We, we just have to play Simon Sound football and focus on the fundamentals, tackle well, and uh, and just find ways to make it uh, difficult for them to, to move the ball and to score. And that's a lot of different things we could do. Uh, I think we're 
excited about some of the stuff that we've been able to you know, install in our scheme, and, and uh, the players are excited, so we'll see what it looks like when we get to the game. Jay and then Jared. Kalani, with Keenan Peely going to the transfer portal and Tate Romney as well, and then you've got Max Tooley injured and uh, uh, Peyton Wilgar uh, injured. Uh, where does that leave you, linebacker? It looks like you're really thin there. Yeah, those guys there. We, we, we have some really good players there. I mean, Pepe Tanavasa will play um, at Mike, and, and we'll have Ben Bywater, who's been solid for us. He's led, led the team in tackles. You know, even with uh, some limited reps because of rotation, uh, the production that he brings is, is amazing. And then we're still expecting our other guys to lead. We're expecting Max to be a leader for us. He, he's he's uh, rehabbing and getting better from his surgery. But uh, a lot of the guys, they still have their role. But the young guys will be given an opportunity to play. And, um, you know, we have a veteran in Jackson Kafusi that's played a lot of reps that's going to be in the mix. Uh, we, we've had uh, a little bit of movement with, with have, moving Fisher Jackson in that area too at, at linebacker. Uh, Josh Wilson, Michael Wilson, um, Logan Peely. Uh, there's, there's, there's quite a bit of guys, Bodie Schoonover. There's a lot of guys that can play uh, in that position. And some of them will be uh, a little bit inexperienced, but it's going to be a lot of fun. What, what better moment than to do it in the bowl game? Has Peyton Wilgard been ruled out? You mentioned he might be back. Yeah, he, he won't be playing in this game. But Morgan Piper is another one that's been had a lot of experience. I'm just trying to think of other guys that have been. So, I mean, we, we have enough bodies and guys that actually have, have tons of experience playing. Kalani, you've talked for, for a long time about how you want guys to be have the goal of playing in the NFL. You want them building toward that possibility. A lot of times you see guys around this time of year stepping away, you know, skipping bowl games because of that emphasis on their careers. You don't see that very often at BYU. I'm just wondering about your mentality with that because it is an opportunity to play a game, but I understand the health risk too. And just wondered your perspective on that. Well, I think a lot of guys are competitors, and I, I can't speak for everybody else that that uh, that that as everybody says opts out, but. You guys have to understand this is a violent physical sport, and so when guys get to the end of the end of the year, a lot of the they've been playing through a lot of injuries throughout the whole season, and um, I mean you, you look at, at at receiver that we're playing against SMU, he's been battling a, a toe injury this entire time, and and um, when they get to the, to the point where the season's done, it gives them some time to now rehab and probably be be a little bit more honest about where they are with the physical part of their 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 body just if they're able to go and um, I think I think a lot of times we expect these young men to just keep battling and, and to, to fight through injuries and, and he probably saw something that was a little bit more serious and and, and I know his coach I, I know that looking at that as a, as a coaching staff you, you don't want your players to, to sacrifice everything even though some are willing to do it they usually do it during the season and at the end they got they get an honest evaluation of where, where their actually health is and most times, in most cases, they've been playing injured and battling through some things that have been really uh, putting them at high risk. And so, if they're not if they're not 100 percent ready to go, especially towards the bowl game, when some of these guys have um, bowl invites to, to you know to bowl games afterwards and combine, you look at the timing of it all. And I think I think when people say opt out, I, I wish they would just. Look at it from the perspective of the young man that, that, and their health first. Uh, these are competitors. They've, 
you got to give them credit for, for battling through the entire season. And I just don't like the words opt out. I think um, when they're making better decisions for themselves, that's a better, I think that's a better uh, way to put it. Our guys, we, we have guys that are still banged up. They're still, I mean, obviously our starting quarterback is in that situation. So uh, if, if there's a chance that he can play, he wants to. If you guys know anything about him and the, his competitiveness, he wants to get on the field and play. Um, but it's our responsibility to keep him safe, knowing that he has potential to play at the next level. Um, and to make sure that he does it the right way. And then when you have given time in, in more than just a week, um, you, when you give it a little bit more time, you get, you get more of an honest assessment of all that. Mitch and then Jay. Galani, if, if Jaron you know, can't go or isn't his typical self, is, do you and Roderick have the, the trust in these backup quarterbacks to really run the offense as it's been constructed this year? Of course. Yeah, that's that, that's what they're here to do. So uh, I have a lot of confidence confidence in Soljay Mayava and, and, and Nick Billups and Kate Finnegan. Those guys, uh, they got a, they got a role. I mean, that's that's our mindset. And, and um, they've practiced really well so far. So going into this game this week, obviously we want to get Jaron ready to roll. But if he if he's unable to go, I trust those guys. Kalani, I wanted to ask you about Isaac Rex, who I guess we're going to get to talk to here in a minute. Just what is his kind of perseverance through what you were just talking about this year, not being 100% coming back and, and what he's added to the team? Yeah, I mean, everybody knows that he's struggling through injury and he's not 100%. Um, you can see it, but it doesn't change the way he plays, the intensity and how physical he is. Uh, at the line of scrimmage and, and what we require him to do in route running and catching the ball. Uh, he does it all, and, and um, that's motivating to our guys. Uh, he, he, he is slowly getting there to, to being 100%. Uh, I think he's more at that point now than he's been all, all year, and he's a guy that, that hasn't been able to really recover um, because every week he keeps battling and battling, and um, just his, his level of toughness, and it's not just the physical toughness, but his mental toughness. That injury that he came back from is, is not easy, and um, and so he's he's defying a lot of uh, the medical, you know, when the, when the, when they're looking at him, they they thought he wouldn't be able to play at all this year, and, and not only has he played, he's been very effective and, and and has played, not a huge drop off from what he's done in the past, and so I think this this game this week, I'm hoping, and, and you see it in practice, he'll he'll be a, probably at his best that he's been all year, and I, I can't wait to see it happen. Sean and then Kevin. Yeah, Coach, you touched on this a little bit with, with Chrissy Rice, and um, obviously, and, and just some of the weapons around Tanner Mordecai at SMU and whatever. But as a defensive guy, when you look at this SMU offense, is it the kind of group, I mean, averaging 40 points per game and over 350 yards and all that stuff, like, is this the kind of offense that sort of worries you, that kind of keeps you up at night a little bit? Yeah, it's the type of offense that worries everyone. But uh, I mean, that's any offense that can do has an identity and can and can uh, and lean on that. And they, they lean heavily on Mordecai and his abilities to spread the ball out, and, and he can attack you downfield, but he can also run the ball too. And then they have a bunch of guys that can run. They they can do fly sweep. They can get the receivers involved. Uh, they have they have really good big physical line. So um, that's why they they score a lot of points and. Uh, defensively, you have to be ready for him. So I, I think focusing. I mean, you could you could say you can you can uh, try to you know 
change, make them change their identity, but they, they've been doing this for a long time. I, I think we have to just do our part, uh, change things up, and, and, and uh, make sure that keep them guessing a little bit. Hopefully we can get that done. But uh, as you watch film from the entire year, a lot of people have tried to do that, and they usually get the upper hand. But I, I think offensively, defensively, special teams, uh, we're going to play some complimentary football and make sure that we uh, get, put ourselves in the best position for the victory. I had a, a bigger picture question for you, just with um, bowl prep right now and then uh, recruiting and then obviously the coaching hires last week. I, I'm, I'm interested to know if you think that this college football schedule like right now in this calendar moment right now is a little too crowded or if you like it. Uh, I'm just curious your thoughts uh, on that. I just go with whatever's out there. I mean, we have mid-year signing day. That, that, that wasn't uh, there years ago, and it's, it's a little still fairly new. And we're going to try to take advantage of that. And so uh, it, it all depends on what um, what the NCAA allows. You can see what happens when uh, with with uh, NIL and transfer portal and all that that's happening. We just roll with whatever's out there and then uh, and adjust and try to do what we can to make it a, an advantage for us. And and uh, you know, I think a lot of teams do it their own way. We, we we definitely do it our own way, but we have to do it the way that is right in a, an alignment with the, with the. Uh, with our church's mission and, and our and our university's mission and the, and the values that we have in our program. Jake, go ahead. Yeah, yeah Kalani, uh, with regards to recruiting this week, because you're usually a bowl game, will it be coming down to guys like Kelly Patinga and Jake Hill maybe staying back in Provo and handling recruiting on that end, or how will you handle that stuff? Yeah, I, I, think, I think that's what they're going to be doing this week. And... Um, I think they'll join us uh, out in, in, in New Mexico later uh, for the game. But uh, most of the game planning and, and coaching and teaching is being done by our, our graduate assistants and our analysts and myself and, and General Guilford. So uh, you know, we're excited. I think these, these guys are excited to, to implement our game plan and, and see how our call sheet works against SMU's offense. And just quickly, uh, are your running backs, uh, Peeney, Chris Brooks, are they all healthy and available? Um, Chris Brooks is, is, is good to go. He's practicing, and um, Hinkley's practicing. Lopini won't be playing in this game. Uh, he's, he's not ready. And then, um, yeah, any other backs that you asked about? Miles will be ready to go, too. Thank you. We'll take last question for Mitch. Yeah, Kalani, I uh, just want to ask you, uh, strength coaches new to Fisi and Justin McClure are no longer listed on the football staff. What can you share on them and maybe just the direction of strength staff moving forward? Yeah, I appreciate all the hard work that they put in this program into the young men. Um, you know, they've done a great job, and, and, um, and uh, you know, we, we, we need a change and look in a different direction what we're trying to do with our players in the, um, in the weight room and also with our, with, you know, what we know about sports science and, and with uh, the training room. So we're trying to uh, bridge that together from our training room to our, our weight room and what we have with the vision of where we can help our players uh, be healthy but get strong at the same time and still keep that, that level of physical, physicality that we have on the field. Who, who's, is someone within being promoted to the head strength and conditioning coach? Has that been designed or yeah, needed? We, or? we have guys that are, that are running the program right now, and, and do, they're doing just fine. So uh, right now Spencer Reed is, is handling his interim uh, with help from Kobe Clawson and, and uh, Scott Ermain. But we also Thanks. have Dalton that's involved and in, in Clunny that's there working with him too.